Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone. Uh, we obviously got some uh, some news this week about, uh, about Coach K uh, stepping aside after uh, after this season, uh, second time this all season, we've had to have this conversation about a prominent coach on Tobacco Road uh, stepping aside. Though Coach K will have one more season at the reins with uh, with Duke. Uh, so who better to have on than somebody that knows that program is a part of that program? Uh, Daniel Ewing, uh, former Duke Blue Devil, joining me on the uh, on the podcast uh, today. Uh, so, so Daniel, first of all, I, I guess you know what was your uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw the uh, saw the news on Wednesday? Man, uh, Ryan, I was a little stunned. Like I said, I wasn't totally surprised. I think stunned is the best word. A little stunned. Uh, just, you know, you know, kind of been expecting that this time would come. Uh, just a matter of when. And so uh, for it to actually be here now, like I said, just a little stunned, but not totally surprised considering how long Coach has been coaching and and, uh, and his age and everything. So, uh, I guess you know when you when you uh, like obviously it's going to get compared to Roy Williams because Roy retired just a couple months ago. Uh, but you know, but I was saying to somebody yesterday the other day, uh, this, for, for Duke, this is more this is more like when Dean Smith retired from UNC. If you were going to compare it to something, because because Coach K is the one that you know really built the Duke program, and he he is Duke basketball. Uh, so I, to me, this is this makes for a a little bit more of a uh, challenging transition uh, for Duke than maybe for Carolina transitioning from Roy Williams. I think yeah, I think so. Most definitely, I think he would definitely. I mean, granted, we're talking about Coach Williams recently retired, so there's a comparison between two great coaches, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think if you really had to compare to the significance of what is actually going to be. Yeah, it's more so uh, on the on the on the scale of when when Coach Dean Smith retired from Carolina. I so I mean I guess you know what because I mean you you know I, I know you you broadcast some high school basketball. You were obviously you're kind of familiar with the uh, with the recruiting trail and what's out there. So I mean I, I guess you know what do you think? What kind of impact do you think this has? You know on the on the recruiting trail. I guess initially for Duke because that that's got to be the the biggest concern is. <laughs> You know, getting talent to uh, to come into Duke. Oh man, uh, it's, it's going to be different. It's you know it's going to be different without a shadow of a doubt. It's going to be different. How big of a difference that's yet to be determined because uh, it's not like uh, the guy we have replacing coach hasn't been there, hasn't recruited as a you know what I'm saying as a as a coach as a member of a, you know Duke coaching staff. So John Shire has been there recruiting some of the top guys that have come through Duke in the past several years. Uh, one and done guys, you know, it all, all you know, the whole spectrum. He's had those guys uh, that he's recruited. So uh, that's proven right there from that standpoint. But the fact that when you go into these kids and these um, in their family's home nowadays and it's not Coach K, you know, at the forefront saying, you know, with the assistant coach or whatever, it's going to be different because for the most part, like you said, I mean, a lot of these kids growing up, they you know they associate Coach K and Duke as one and the same. Yeah, no, no question about it. Like, yeah, like, yes. I, I mean, he. And, <laughs> I, and I mean, so, yeah. So from that step, oh, sorry. No, you're you're good. Go ahead. Keep going. 
Uh, and so from that standpoint, like, yeah, it's definitely going to be different. Uh, you know, and so guys going to have to make adjustments. But like I said, we, our staff right now, and I say ours because, you know, I'm the brotherhood, but <laughs> Duke staff right, the Duke staff right now, I mean, it's made up of guys who've been there before, right? They got recruited by Coach K, you know, and so they understand the dynamics of what that's going to be without them. Uh, they've also been there since, you know what I'm saying? They've been there with Coach K coaching and recruiting kids. So, uh, they understand what it's going to take. They understand it's going to be a challenge. They understand it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, but I think we have, you know, we have things in place to 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 continue what we've already uh, have have established. Uh, it, you know, it's been talked about a lot. Obviously, what Coach K's uh, impact on college basketball has been, what it's been at at Duke. Uh, you know, I don't think that's you know a surprise to anybody or anything to really be disputed. He's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Uh, what, so what, for you, you know, personally, what kind of, uh, what kind of impact did, you know, did, did playing for Coach K, uh, have on you as a player and then, you know, just in your life in general? I mean, considering who case, who Coach K is and not, you know what I'm saying? Like Coach K was already considered one of the best coaches of all time when I was getting recruited and that was 20 years ago. You understand? Know yeah. Uh, it's just been amplified over the years because he's continued to get better. He's he's adjusted with the times, you know, and so, uh, you know, he's figured out a way to still be successful with the things, the way things have changed with recruiting and, and guys get one and done. And so, uh, I mean, from a, from a learning standpoint, uh, I mean, Coach K has taught so many lessons, man. Just, I mean, you, if you consider, you know, and know his background, know being from chicago the inner city of chicago being immigrants uh you know being a west point guy there's just so many lessons that you know he teaches you beyond the, the basketball x's and o's and on the basketball court of trying to prepare you for you know become a better you know growing into becoming a man a young man into adulthood uh and so i'm forever grateful for that and you know, uh, didn't quite understand a lot of it early on you know as a kid while I was there, you know, it was a lot of like, man, well, man, why is he all, you know, why? It was always like, man, why, why are we going through this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but when you look back on it and you understand who he was and his background, and, you know, yeah, and then it's like, okay, that makes sense now. All right, I get it now, you know. Uh, so, uh, it's just too many lessons really to, to, to probably pinpoint just one, man. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly understandable. Like uh, you hear that from a, a lot of guys that uh, that got the chance to uh, to play for him. Uh, I, I guess you know when you when you look back on you know playing for him and, and being recruited by him, because we kind of touched on that. I mean, you know, how much of a factor was it that you know it was it was Coach K, you know, that made you you know want to go to Duke? Because like I mean, that's that's kind of that's the th- like we've kind of touched on that a little bit, but like how much how much. How much weight did that have with you? Because I mean, I just imagine that you know, with most guys, that that's a significant portion when you're making that choice. For me, and for me, it was all it. it that was the biggest difference. So I, 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 I'll, t- I'll answer your question and I'll give you a prime example. So for, yeah, for me, like I said, I'm just, I'm just, I'm no different than these kids nowadays who've grown up watching Duke. Right? They've seen Coach K and Duke the entire time. Uh, same thing with me. I grew up as a kid in the you know early '90s, watching Duke become Duke, uh, you know, powerhouse elite program. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, when I was my chance to be recruited, yeah, of course, like I was expecting to go to Duke and play for Coach K, you know. And so, anything other than that would have been 
Yeah, would have, would, I would have to reevaluate everything. Uh, but uh, I say that to say, so my senior year, Coach K was offered uh, offered a job to, to be the Lakers head coach, right? Yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Right. And so, uh, yeah, man, I was scratching my head the whole time, right? Like, <laughs> I, I came to Duke to play for Coach K. Now, granted, it's, you know, uh, our assistant coaches there were great and and Johnny Dawkins, Steve Wojo, Chris Collins, you know, the guys that, you know, that uh, recruited me and all that. Uh, but, yeah, but had Coach K left to go to the Lakers that year? I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I really, do, I really can't say to that, that I, that I stay at Duke. You wow. get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't really say that, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's who I, I went to Duke to play for Coach K. You know? Uh, and so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going like I said, it's going to be challenging and it's going to be different for sure. Yeah, I, there's no, I don't think there's uh, there's any question about that. You, you touched on, you know, the guys that are going to be on this staff when he leaves. Uh, John Shire being the the replacement at at just 33 years old, which is, I mean, that's the same age that Coach K was uh, when he was hired at uh, at Duke. Uh, so I, I guess you know what. What was your reaction to to John Shire uh, being announced as the uh, the guy that would be the uh, the guy to follow in his footsteps? Well, like I said, initially, man, I mean, I, I, I I've known Shire more so from a player standpoint. If you know, uh, and I know Shire's been on staff for 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 quite some time now, and it's been a lot of praise about Shire even before now, just about you know his potential and, and what he could be. When his time comes, uh, and I, and I didn't realize that his time was was closer than you know was sooner than later. I, I honestly didn't realize that you know that he was actually uh, in that position, especially for the Duke job, in that position to be. Hey, like yeah, John Shire is a real candidate for if Coach K retires anytime soon. Uh, so that was kind of surprised to me, but at the same time, like I said. Uh, John has had a great, he had a great, great career at at Duke. He's a champion uh, at Duke, and uh, and he and he's a champion as a coach at Duke as well. And so, uh, I think John Shire has all the sh- all the tools and experience, you know, to step into this position and uh, and lead the way. Now, granted, we don't expect John to be Coach K. Uh, and so that's not, I mean, definitely not going to try to put that on him. That, that would be unfair. Uh, but he definitely has my support. I think he has the support of the brotherhood uh, and, and the guys, that former guys that, you know, that, that played for coach. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, like you, I was, I was kind of surprised just because, you know, people have been having the Coach K conversation for 10 years about who was going to replace him. Uh, you know, ever since I feel like ever since he's hit like you know sixty five, people have kind of been having that conversation about who would replace him. And, and John Shire really didn't get into the discussion probably until I don't maybe the last year to six months. Uh, like it had always been the Johnny Dawkins, the Hurleys, the the Wojos, uh, Capel. Uh, so I mean, it was like I, I just had always assumed that it would kind of be one of those guys, and it would be a guy that had already had head coaching experience. Uh, but I guess, you know, how much do you think it factored in that Shire was able to bring in guys like Jason Tatum and Zion Williamson? I mean, I would have to say that has a that had a factor to do with it. 
Uh, I can't say how much of a factor that had to play that played in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know the inside in the inside scoop on the on that. But uh, pretty sure that had a, that had something to do. Like I said, I, I mentioned it before. It, Shire has has a proven record of being able to re- recruit as assistant coach to recruit some of the top guys, and so that definitely played a part. Uh, but I, like I, said, I think uh, his basketball mind and you know and his vision for, for what uh, for what he wants to be as a head coach, I think that also uh, was a big factor. And you know and, and the fact that he's he's pretty young. Right, like you said, same age as coach when he took the job. Even though it's, you know, it's a, it's a different scenario, but he's pretty young, and so, uh, so I, that might have had a factor. I think it's a lot of factors that we might not even be considering that that went into, you know, into Shire getting getting the getting the go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, he's he is he is a he is thirty three, which is obviously young, but I feel like he's. I feel like he's an experienced 33 kind of when you think about it because he had it, it's been a while since he played. So he has actually been on staff for a while and been coaching for a while. So I have to feel like uh, that played some kind of factor in it as well. I like I said, I think the biggest surprise, like I said, the guys you named, Coach Dawkins, Capel, Wojo, uh, Hurley, right? These guys are older. They've had head coaching experience. So that was kind of the obvious choices of, possibilities of you know of being a replacement for coach when that time came uh i think that uh man how can i put it yeah i i mean like i say i think a lot of factors just went into multiple factors that we might not even be be discussing or know of you know went into the decision to to go ahead uh, and, and 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 approve Shire for the job, but uh, I also think that the biggest surprise, the biggest surprise, is that Shire hasn't had any head coaching experience. I think that's the biggest surprise for people who who thought like the other candidate. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like oh, I was thinking maybe uh, you know whoever. But I think the biggest surprise is like okay, wow, Shire got the job and he you know like, he doesn't have have any head coaching experience. I think that's the biggest the biggest surprise of all. Yeah, I think uh, I think for for a lot of people that certainly makes it uh, makes it the biggest surprise. Uh, I, I guess you know how much like I, I know I know he I know Coach K gave the reason for why he was stepping away. Uh, but how much do you think having played for him and you know seeing the way that the landscape is changing in college basketball with the G League, uh, the overtime league, uh, you know at some point. We may have guys that are able to go one and go straight to the pros again at a, at a high school. How and the transfer portal? How much do you think the changing landscape also played a factor in in his decision? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and I say that because I mean, even though Coach is getting older, man, Coach is K is Coach K is very he's a very competitive guy, very competitive, uh, and so uh, I mean, I. The challenges he he embraced challenges like you know like he's going like I say he's he's been through the different changes in the college landscape uh, you know from from guys like Christian Leitner, Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill you know being so good as they were guys that stayed in school three and four years like you know and then he he went through the initial phase of the high school kids being good enough to leave straight out of high school and go to the NBA. Uh, we've had one of the, we've had a recruit, we had a guy who was 
planning on coming to Duke that, you know, chose the NBA over Duke out of high school, you know, Sean Livingston. So he's been through the different phases, and now we're at the phase where, okay, now the kids can't go straight from high school, but all right, I'm good enough to be, I'm only going to be here for one year, and you know that. We, he, he's, dealt, he's dealt with that too. So I'm not sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's some part of it, you know, just with all the, you know, the variables now going on with kids coming and going so fast. Uh, but like I said, also, man, he's he's been doing it for so long. He's he's up in age. Uh, you know, it might just really just be time to say, hey, uh, you know, I, I want to walk away on my terms, you know, while I can and still, you know, still have a chance to, to do it uh, after, you know, after trying to do it going out on top. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I, I agree with that. I think it I think it's. It all just kind of hit at the same time. Uh, I think that the fact of just like just blaming it on the the change in landscape is a little bit of a convenient excuse for a lot of people. Uh, and I, I mean, even so, with the change in landscape, he's still got the number two recruiting class uh, in the country coming in, and he's got uh, a good amount coming back from uh, from last season. So when you look at the the roster for uh, for Duke this year, I mean. I, wouldn't you agree? It, it certainly looks like he knew this was going to be a great chance to go out potentially on top uh, in this uh, in this scenario. Yeah, I mean, granted, because most of those guys that's coming in, I mean, we already had them locked in. You know, it's, we was just basically we was just waiting on in the last what a month or so. We was waiting on what the kid Baldwin was going to do, uh, and I, I think they kind of already knew that. They, they had lost that battle. You know, it's hard for a kid to, you know, to, to choose a school over over his family. Uh, and so uh, they was, you know, so with the guys that we got, I think the four recruits that we got, that are, they're pretty big time. And then, like I said, we got a good group of guys that's coming back that's older now, more experienced and and talented. So you mix those you mix those together with the with the freshmen. Yeah, we got a pretty. We should have a. We should have a pretty good season. When, like I said, every season, realistically, when we have the, when we have for sure the for sure team, you know, we're we're planning to win a national championship. Now, yeah, we granted some. Sometimes you know that team. You know, some of those teams are not actually, uh, you know, at that level. But when, like a team like 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 they're going to have this upcoming season. Like, yeah, definitely the expectations are. Yeah, we still might be pretty young and a little bit on it, but we have the talent to. If we if we buy in, we have the talent to to make that push. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly the case. I think it's going to make for uh, they certainly are going to be a uh, top ten team and somebody that uh, can certainly compete for a championship. I don't think there's a uh, there's much question about that. You know, we've been talking to uh, former Duke Blue Devil Daniel Ewing, played for uh, for Coach K from 2001 to, uh, to 2005. Uh, I, I guess uh, you know the. The retirement tour starts in uh, in November, Daniel. I hope you get a uh, get a chance to get out and uh, and catch a game and uh, you know give your uh, I guess give your proper farewell uh, at a game for uh, for Coach K this season. Definitely got to start making plans for that because <laughs> those requests and them tickets gonna go fast, man. So yeah, definitely got to start making requests to try to get get back to Cameron, man, for for one game uh, before before Coach heads out. Yeah, certainly, uh, certainly the case. We've been talking to uh, the former Duke Blue Devil Daniel Ewing on the uh, on the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. That'll do it for uh, for this week's 
edition. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for more episodes coming this summer. You can always get them on uh, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and anywhere that you get podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.